Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you are here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Welcome back, my beautiful friend. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me here today. First up, I want to say a happy Thanksgiving this coming weekend to all of my girls from across the United States. We've got Faith Your Day girls literally across the US. And I know this is such a big holiday event for you. So enjoy it, you know, live in the moment, be present take the time to make the memories. So normally when I write, I know that the message God puts on my heart is for someone out there. But today, guilty admission, this one is totally one I needed to write for me. This is a message I need to hear today. And I know it's not just for me though. I know God put this on my heart to share out with you because somebody else out there needs to hear this just as much as I do. And I can't wait to get this one started. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, Go the Distance. Of all my character traits, one that has really caught my attention lately in the last couple years is discipline. I didn't realize that I am naturally, I think, a a self-disciplined person, but I've been putting practices into place over the last couple of years that really make that quality of mine stand out. Before 2021, I didn't really quite realize how disciplined I am. And I am now a huge believer of setting goals. So I set daily, weekly, monthly, and annual goals. And it's this whole system I follow. And I do it consistently month after month. And I've been doing it for almost two years. And for some reason, once I began this practice, it totally clicked. And it really seemed easy for me to incorporate goal setting into my life. And two years now into this practice, I'm starting to see the incredible results that daily discipline can compound into over time. And in 2021, one of the things that kind of started this all off was I did a self-awareness test, and it is called the Enneagram. Now, you may or may not be familiar with the Enneagram, but it's a personality test that helps to summarize your tendencies and give you some dominant character traits and what tends to drive you innately. Now, I've got a couple areas that are dominant, but there's one that is most dominant. And I'm going to put a link to this personality quiz, if you will, called the Enneagram in the show notes for you. And you can take the test 
for yourself to see which characteristic traits are more dominant for you. But of all the end results in this quiz, there are nine distinct personality types that you can end up having as your most predominant one. So mine just so happens to be a number one. Now, if you know anything about number ones, we are known to be the reformers, the rule followers. But depending on which website you visit, sometimes the label perfectionist can also be found. So on this website that I visited um, while writing the devotional for today, here is the information that was written up about my own dominant personality trait. Number one, the reformer. It says, ones are conscientious and ethical with a strong sense of right and wrong. They are teachers, crusaders, and advocates for change, always striving to improve things, but afraid of making a mistake. Well-organized, orderly, and fastidious, they try to maintain high standards, but can slip into being critical and perfectionist. They typically have problems with resentment and impatience, We have named personality type one the reformer because ones have a sense of mission that leads them to want to improve the world in various ways using whatever degree of influence they have. They strive to overcome adversity, particularly moral adversity, so that the human spirit can shine through and make a difference. They strive after higher values, even at the cost of great personal sacrifice. I will link the website that I found this information off of in the show notes for you as well. Any other ones out there? I feel like this description does complete justice to my personality type, but it's, I mean, it's very honorable in some regards, but very hard to hear in others. So let's go through it. Conscientious, ethical, with a strong sense of right or wrong. Check. Yep, that's me. Advocate for change, striving to improve things. Check organized, orderly, wanting to maintain high standards. Yeah, check. Sense of omission, hoping to improve the world somehow. Check. Can we just go ahead and add in hosts a devotional podcast and attempt to bring God's spirit to others and make a difference in women's lives? Okay, check. Add that one too. All endearing qualities, like I said, all things I am highly committed to and innately driven by. But did you notice there were a few things in that description that I would rather white out if I could? Critical? Uh, Yeah, maybe a little bit. Perfectionist? Uh Uh-huh, okay. Resentful? Yeah, I can be for sure. Impatient? Okay, you got me with that one there. Ladies, I will admit something to you that I often don't like to admit. I can be super duper impatient at times. So let me explain. Even though I know I'm super impatient in some regards, other things that would totally drive people crazy don't faze me at all. Like I can stand in lineups perfectly happy. Doesn't bother me. I can have house renos partially done and not feel the need to speed things up. I can handle the kids at school on a full moon in a snowstorm on Friday the 13th and still keep my cool. Trust me, that has all happened on the same day. It was crazy, but I still managed to get through it. But when it comes to the idea that my days are passing by me and I haven't yet reached my full potential, 
nor do I know the extent of my purpose here or have accomplished all that is possible for me in this life, girl. I get edgy. We talked about FOMO the other week, and I self-admit to having extreme fear of missing out on living fully to the full that God has planned for me. My friend, I'm praying right now that this is registering and connecting with someone else out there because I don't want this to be just me. I hope somebody else out there is experiencing this same feeling, this fear of missing out on something, but we don't know what it is. It's like this big calling we feel we have, this sense of mission like that definition gave, but yet this sense of urgency to get there, but not knowing how or where to go to get there. I have some big anxiety when it comes to wondering if I somehow, some way will miss the perfect window of timing when I am meant to do something great that will impact others. I have a fear that maybe I've waited too long to pursue some of my dreams and that maybe I should have done all the things I'm doing way earlier in life because I know about compound interest and how important it is to start when you're young. And girl, for real, I'm over 40 now. And what if I'm not going to make as big of an impact because I waited too long to get started? What if God can't use me in the full extent because I should have been maximizing even more seconds out of every single day for the last however many years rather than the last couple? What if the goals I set two years ago were really too small, and now I'm going to see only part of my potential come to fruition? And on and on and on it goes in my brain. Can you see how this eventually becomes exhausting? Can you see while I have the best of intentions, I am most critical and demanding of myself. My drive to make a difference can in fact drive me into this crazy frenzy of self-improvement, personal growth, and intentional living. My passion for those things can manifest itself into panic if I feel like I am not where I should be yet. All of this leaves me feeling like a complete hypocrite some days because I remind each of you to not worry about anything and to trust in God's perfect timing and that you can't miss your purpose if it's God's will for you. Ladies, The enemy gets into my brain too, and he tries to have me believe I'm going to miss the purpose boat. He gets me to try to believe that the potential train has already left the station and that the all that's possible plane is out on the runway. What's a girl to do? It's scary. It's exhausting. And it leads me into this life of rigid living so that I can be sure that I don't miss out on any of it. And I wonder, is that really living? Is being rigid and disciplined to the extent that it's almost a fault really living? My friend, can you see that just like each of us, I have my own battles? And while my natural tendency to be disciplined can be a complete asset in some areas of my life, it can also become an enormous burden. Sure, I can go ahead and blame all of this on the natural tendencies of a number one Enneagram. Or I can check in with God's word to see if this is in alignment with what he wants for me. And this verse is one that I found for this devotional, and it led me to take a huge, giant breath of stress relief. Comes from Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, and it says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not 
give up. Girl, this is exactly what we needed to be reminded of today. This verse helps us to keep the balance we all need in our lives. This verse reminds us that God is in control and we don't have to be. The first part of the scripture, let us not become weary in doing good, translates into keep on doing the good, stay disciplined, stay focused, stay intentional, but don't let that become what makes you weary. Jesus lifts our burdens. He gives us the strength and perseverance to keep on doing the good because it's the right thing to do. And the second part of the verse ensures that we will reap a harvest at the proper time if we simply do not give up, if we go the distance with him. My friend, if we keep doing the good, no matter what, if we commit to serving others and being a good steward of what we've been given and following Jesus's example, then we will be rewarded for that. It's very clear in this verse. Our reward will be the life that God always envisioned for us. No worrying about missing the boat on it. He's promising us that in his word. And all we have to do is continue to do the good. It emphasizes the fact that it will happen at the proper time. His perfect time, not yours, not mine, his. He will not allow what's meant for you to get away from you. He won't let you miss it. Trust me, that's just as much a reassurance for me today as it is for you. I need to hear this. You need to be reminded of this. Like a seed that eventually grows into a mighty tree, the seed of goodness that you plant today will take root, will begin to grow, and will continue to grow into something strong and mighty and powerful over time. Becoming all that you can be takes time. It takes us being willing to start small, to start today, to continue today, to keep on planting, to keep on sowing, to keep being disciplined with the little things to ensure that you are ready for the big things when they happen. Patience is a virtue, but impatience is a villain. My friend, you aren't yet ready for all God has for you. Your dreams and goals will come to pass. That bounty will be harvested. But before it can, you must go the distance. My friend, all of this reminds me that whatever big dreams and goals and visions you have in your heart are only a small glimmer of what Christ has planned for you. And this for me is so exciting because I just, I see and I feel this big dream and this mission and this sense of purpose within me. I don't know what it is yet fully. I mean, I get glimpses of it. But to know that God's vision of that is just so much bigger than mine is so reassuring. But the part that I keep coming back to is the the timing of it. Am I missing out on something? Am I not doing enough today to get me there? So I just have to be reminded continually to go back to this verse. The timing is going to be perfect. It will come. The harvest will be reaped. But yet I just need to focus today on doing the good today, not worrying about tomorrow, 
not thinking back in the past if I've done enough. God's going to work all of this out and he'll do it for you as well. My friend, my challenge for you today is just focus on today. What small practices can you do to draw yourself closer to Christ, to put yourself in a position to be of service to others, to be a good steward of what you have? Focus on all of that today. That's what I'm going to be doing. And I know that day after day, like that little seed growing into something strong and mighty, your purpose, your potential, all that's possible for you will continue to grow and strengthen. It'll come to fruition. We just have to be patient. All right, let's join together in prayer to wrap us up here today. God, hey, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for allowing us to come into your presence and just thank you for being so good to us. Thank you for your promise in your word. I mean, it can be all the reassurance we need for this day of life. It isn't easy to do what we know is right at times. Sometimes we're so distracted and caught up in the what if and the, the, the what will happen that we forget to live in the now. And sometimes, you know, we feel tired and just want to know what we can do that will be best for us, or we think about what we think will be best for us to do. But God, keep us focused, keep us in alignment with what you want for us. I know that your plan for each one of us is perfect. It is perfect. It's perfect for us. It's going to match what our heart wants. It's going to match the desires of our soul. It will be perfect, as will be your timing. And please remind us today to just focus our minds steadfast, like we talked about last week, on you, steadfast on your word, that we don't need to get distracted and caught up in the when and the how. We just need to be focused on the who, on you today. And please give us strength to follow your word, even when it would be easier to give up or when it would be easier to do things our way instead or to get impatient and to just decide to go completely in a different path. God, give us the courage and the strength to stick with you on this journey. I know that your blessings will follow our obedience. Help us to go the distance. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Help us to just stay in patience with you each day, thanking you for every gift you give us, being grateful for what we have in this moment. Every part of this moment today is going to be a piece that we require for our future. So help us to do today well. Ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, my friend, that's a wrap for today's episode. I'm really praying that God uses all of this and works this into your heart that You know, even if you're not the same as me, a number one impatient Enneagram, all of that doesn't matter. There's going to be something from this message that he can use for your heart, for your situation, for your circumstance today. Only he can use these words to work himself into your heart today. And hey, I'm just going to trust that what he's going to do with this is going to be relevant to everybody listening. My friend, I wish you all of God's blessings today and a very happy Thanksgiving for everyone in the U.S. From my heart to yours, I'll see you again next Tuesday. 